Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast. You are now listening to season seven of the show. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. This week, I'm absolutely thrilled to be joined by the amazing Mary Bonsor. Mary is the founder and CEO of Flex Legal. Since founding Flex some seven years ago, she has since scaled it into the fastest growing female-led business in the UK. Flex Legal is an online platform that connects interim lawyers and paralegals to legal teams that need their support. Flex clients include FTSE 100 companies such as ASOS, Monzo, Ocado, Lenovo, and many more. Flex is a disruptor brand committed to revolutionizing the legal industry to be a more diverse, representative, and equal space. Mary is incredibly passionate about increasing diversity and social mobility. Prior to founding Lex Legal, Mary worked as a property litigation lawyer at Winkworth Sherwood. Her lived experience, the reality of legal work, have directly informed her approach to addressing her clients' problems. Flex Legal has won Disruptive Technology of the Year at the Legal Innovation Awards 2022, Law Company of the Year 2021 at the Lawyer Awards, amongst many more accolades. So a very big warm welcome, Mary. Thank you, Rob. I am so delighted to be here. Ah, well, not as delighted as me. I've been really looking forward to this. And before we dive into all those amazing accolades, projects, experience, and the good work you're doing for the legal community overall, we have a customary icebreaker question here on the Legally Speaking podcast, which is, on the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being very real, what would you rate the hit TV series Suits in terms of its reality of the law if you've seen it? Two. And no justification needed. We move swiftly on to talk all about you. So with a little tickle in my throat, uh, to begin with, Mary, would you mind telling our listeners a bit more about your background and career journey? Of course. So hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And so so background was I didn't study law at university, did my GDL, LPC, like many of my friends struggled to get a training contract found it an endless chicken and egg you need experience to get experience um, and and so ended up working in various bars and for shipping arbitrators and eventually managed to get a little bit of work experience in a high street firm began to build it up and got a training contract at a city firm where I qualified and became a property litigator uh, but I had always had the idea of something's broken. Why, when you're a law student and desperate to become a lawyer, is it so hard to get experience? And and that's when the kind of light bulb moment came of why don't I try and address that and create a platform to connect law firms and in-house teams to originally just law students. I love that. And that comes very nicely onto my next question. But I, I just want to sort of say, I love that so many people just complain about a problem and don't go and do anything about it. You actually went all in, you know, you agitated a pain point, you found a, a phenomenal solution. And I'm super excited to kind of dive into it. So let, let's go into that. So how does specifically um, Flex Legal connect interim lawyers, paralegals to legal teams in need of their support? Of course. So uh, people apply via our website and then if you we, we then send out a test to do and um, an interview. And if you pass both those parts, we ask you to set up a profile where you have to record a little video and fill out our kind of profile format. And then as and when law firms have demand and in-house legal teams need people. So maternity covers, uh, GDPR regulation change. 
people often during legal work need resource, which they don't have. So we um, listen to the clients, get the details, and then put that into the system. It filters through and sends out text messages to people that match to see if they're interested in the role. I love that. And it's just so modern as well. You know, I forget the statistic, but the number of people who actually open a text message versus various other forms of communication. So I, I, I like that, that strategy as well. Okay, you're super passionate and rightly so about diversity and inclusion. What drives Flex Legal's mission to revolutionise the legal industry into becoming a more diverse, representative and, and absolutely equal space? Yeah, so I think a problem I kept seeing time and time again was when I was selling Flex's platform to partners, often a question they would say is, can, can, are these candidates from Russell Group universities? And as that happens more and more often, I thought this is so wrong. Some of our absolutely yeah. best candidates are not from Russell Group universities. And that question infuriates me, if I'm being totally honest. So, so when yeah. um, the SQE came into force, we thought this was such a great opportunity to do something about it and help candidates from socially mobile backgrounds qualify through the SQE in-house. And, and, and kind of since then, we've made it an apprenticeship scheme. So clients can actually use up their apprenticeship levy to pay for the kind of academic side of qualifying as a solicitor. So hopefully a win-win solution. And again, another great example and a, and a shared value. I mean, I sit on the board of uh, non-Russell Group Lawyers, which is spearheaded by the wonderful Akil Hunt, who's over at CMS. And, you know, it's all about trying to, you know, really educate and inform these law firms that yes you know there's not you know nothing taking away from people from the oxbridge and the russell group but there's such a great talent pool from various different walks of, of life and education that, that law firms if they just open up themselves you know will actually be so much richer for it and with that you know how much further do you believe the legal industry has to go to ensure it's fully inclusive yeah, so I think we've got a long way to go, but I equally think there's been a huge amount of change over the past couple of years. So there's real momentum and um, even, there's even regulatory change. So in the banks now, the new FCA regulation is giving them a DNI target that they're going to have to hit. So you can see this change coming. And I think we're at the beginning of a wave of apprenticeships and um, it, finding people quite rightly from different backgrounds to represent society more generally. So I think it's a really exciting time for the legal space. And you know, you know, my positive spin of let's make positive change is, you know, what, how can Flex pay, play a small part in that change and, and help with it? Well, I would correct you and say you're playing a big part, actually, in terms of what you're, you're doing. And I want to touch on some of the, uh, the things that you've recently launched as well, which, of course, is the Flex Trainee Social Mobility Scheme. And just dive into that a little bit more. You know, what is the scheme all about and what does it aim to try and do? Just tell us in more depth. Yeah, so the scheme is really about helping candidates from socially mobile backgrounds. So we team up with charities, um, one being Strive, set up by the amazing Sana, and one being SMBP, set up by Barry. And funnily enough, I'm chatting to a girl too. Um, so we team up <laughs> with charities to find our candidates. And that's an important part for me because I want to help these charities grow too. So if we can donate money back to them, then Again, it's a win-win. Um, we then do a vetting process and we whittle down that shortlist to a, a, a kind of shorter candidate list. And then the way it works is Flex employs the candidates and we second them out to 
in-house legal teams. So often in-house legal teams have headcount restrictions and they can't ever guarantee NQ positions and they might not want someone for two years. They might only want them for 12 months. So using Flex, we can sort of be the, I suppose, the um, enabler and make it happen and move people around our different clients. Yeah, and again, it's just such a smart way of, of thinking and, and bringing a new service to the, the legal industry that's so needed. Um, I want to talk about values because some companies whack them on a website, say a few words and, and really just don't do anything else about it other than sell them in interviews and it never never really sort of permeates through into the organization. I know that is absolutely not the case with, with Flex Legal and I, I love your values and my understanding of your values are positive human and responsive so could you explain the meaning behind the values and why you went for those yeah absolutely and um we've actually just done a bit of a values transition which i i can talk about but i think the first key thing of when you get values is to is to ask your employees what are our values and then go to clients and also check you know, don't say these are them because you can lead someone down the garden path but say if you can think of three words or three values that explain flex what would they be so we did that after one year of being in business and the three that came up were responsive human and positive and i love those i think you know i love the positivity i think legal industry there's a lot of sadly bad noise and yet i love the industry and want to improve it the human element we're in recruitment and it's key to remember that we're dealing with people and humans and then responsive everyone needs responsiveness quickly it's good service to be quick to respond interestingly responsiveness is the one that we've changed moving forward so um it's great to be responsive but equally don't rush things and attention to detail is important so funnily enough we've actually moved from responsive to entrepreneurial which is in our blood and um in our kind of bread and butter and we always want to be doing new things and being pioneers as as you said earlier disruptors yeah, and I love that. And, and it, it makes so much sense, right? Because you're not just sitting on problems, you're solving them. And that for me is what an entrepreneur is. People can gloss it whichever way they want. It's going out there and actually, you know, banging down doors to find solutions and, you know, being prepared to actually take that step to to do it. And you're continuously pushing and staying ahead of the curve and, you know, educating. And I, I just love that. Taking a switch of pace, let's go back to the earlier career. You know, how did your experience as a property litigation lawyer at Winkworth Sherwood inspire you to build FlexLeak? Yeah, so as any litigator knows, it's it's really hard to predict legal work. You know, the court will suddenly change the deadline and suddenly you've got a huge amount of extra documents or disclosure to go through. So for any law firm, trying to get your resource right is, is a problem and, and a problem which is very hard to get right. So that's when I sort of had the light bulb moment of wait a moment, there's so many law students desperate to get work, and yet law firms are really struggling with resourcing perfectly. How can we solve that problem? And actually, if we can be a kind of buffer or outer circle around a law firm so that they can scale up and down, that feels like it's, again, a win-win for both the candidates and um, and the clients. And, and then climbing that food chain to also offer lawyers as well who might want to work more flexibly or... Um, one of our lawyers on our books is an actor on EastEnders, which I love because, <laughs> you know, he's got his hobby oh, and wow. then he wants to come and make a bit more money. <laughs> so it, it just works really nicely. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I love that. Um, OK, we have to talk about it because it's um, a well-talked about discussion. It's not AI. Um, it's the SQE, you know, because the SQE was introduced to make it easier to people from diverse backgrounds to qualify 
in theory. What are your thoughts on the new system? So my thoughts, I think it needed to happen and there needed to be changed because the cost of the traditional route was too expensive. I don't think we've got it right yet. So the way we are testing doesn't help people with dyslexia, for example, having to go and sit in front of a screen and read loads of multiple choice questions and answer them quickly. And is it that realistic to how we practice the SQE1? You know, it's, it's closed book. It's a memory game, effectively. So I'm, again, my positive stance is it needed to happen, the change, and we're at the very beginning of the step change, and hopefully the system will get better over years so that it can be more applicable to testing you as um, testing your kind of skills as a lawyer. Yeah, no, and I guess I want to ask as a, as a sort of follow-up to that, how is Flex Legal assisting those who have chosen to take the SQE route? Yeah, so we actually have built a qualifying work experience diary. It's totally free to use. And it comes back to our kind of mission of really trying to help that future generation come into law. So it's a digital diary where you can store your qualifying work experience, have it as a record for, for life, log in, send it to your supervisor. And it's just trying to remove the paper element. So, so there's that part um, where we're really kind of trying to help students um, with that. And then there's also a part of working closely with the SQE providers. And I saw you had Lucy Allen on the show, who I love. Yes. Um, I'm working with Barbary and Damar, who run apprenticeships, to try and just do things differently. Yeah, no, and I love all of that. And you're right. Yeah, we had the wonderful Lucy, who was fantastic. And she's obviously collaborated with Annabelle Pembleton, who's also been on the show with Law School 2.0. And they're doing some great things with courses around legal education. Because it's so important. Not only do we make sure that, you know, the SQE is right, but it's also the content that people are consuming is, is really going to be helpful for them as, as future legal professions. Because as we know, the industry is changing at a rapid pace, um, particularly with the advent of technology. So, you know, really kind of educating people in, in, in what's really going to be needed is super important. Time for a short break from the show. How do you fit your entire law firm into your pocket? By using Clio's legal software, that's how. Clio is the solution UK law firms choose to help them work more flexibly wherever they are. Because it works on any device, including a laptop, Mac or mobile. You can carry Clio with you wherever you go. Record your time, manage documents, send client communications, and even keep colleagues updated when you're on the move. Whether you've got to do the school run, commuting to meet a client, working from home or the office or anywhere in between, Clio fits around how you want to work. Want to see how it all works? Check out clio.com forward slash legally speaking. That's C-L-I-O.com forward slash legally speaking. Now back to the show. Okay, this is going to be quite an big question. So if you want to take a moment to, to think about it, by all means do. But your business is solving short-term legal problems, but your goal has always been to create long-term legal sector change. In your opinion, Mary, what are some of the long-term problems that need addressing in the legal industry and how does Flex Legal plan to tackle them? That's a very good question. I think the one I always think of as the billable hour, because the way the billable hour is set up is not for efficiencies, it's not really with the client in mind. It's how slow can I be at this and how much can I charge you? So how can Flex solve that is probably 
not a thing we can solve <laughs> um, other than trying to advocate for change. I guess where flex can have an impact is people's careers and the way people work as lawyers. And I think working as a lawyer is incredibly stressful and most lawyers tend to be high achievers. So it's no surprise that there's lots of burnout. So where I think flex really can have an impact is helping people come into the profession and then helping people work in different ways so that they enjoy their work and don't burn out. And if we can make even a small change in that and make people stay in in the industry rather than leave, then I'll be really, really happy. And me too. You know, obviously a lot of people know a large part of what I do is on the, the legal recruiting side, mainly in the associate world. And it, it, it really um, upsets me when I speak to a lot of associates that, you know, when I ask them what are their aspirations, very few say I want to make it up to partner because I see the road ahead of me and it's not one that I want to be on uh, for a number of reasons when it comes to burnout, you know, culture, you name it. And Mary, you'll know this. And, you know, the more that we can actually actively do what we're doing and what you're doing, you know, hopefully we can create that positive energy and re-energize people because it's a lot of time, energy, effort and cost to become a, a, a legal professional. And, you know, I think we as people in around the talent human circles really have to sort of do something about it. And that's why I admire what you do, because, you know, I see so many other organizations that are just kind of churning through and saying, well, you can just move job. Moving job isn't always the answer, right? There needs to be an industry shift. And that's why I'm so passionate about what you're doing and support 100% what you're doing. And that's why you've had such remarkable success in scaling Flex Legal into one of the fastest growing female-led businesses in the UK, which is no mean feat, by the way, folks. That is a hell of an achievement. But, you know, I also know entrepreneurship is, I can't ever swear on the show, effing hard. Um, so what have been some what have been some of the key challenges that you faced along the way and how did you overcome them? God, there's there's so many, aren't there? And and you're so right. It is a roller coaster and the highs are high and the lows are low. So a couple of low moments. Um in, in year one, we started growing too quickly, which is a great problem to have, but we nearly ran out of money and our model had to change in that we had to invoice factor. And there were a few, there were about two weeks where I had very sleepless nights of, oh my God, are we about to run out of money? So that that's definitely been, been one. And the second one, and I don't know if I should admit this on, on, a, on a podcast, but I will, is we once we placed lots of people and the whole part of the platform is to help with compliance. So um, making sure that right to work checks are there, visas are there. Um, but before the compliance element came into the platform, I had placed a candidate into a big law firm and their visa had expired while they were there. And the law firm called me up and said, did you know about they Actually, they emailed me saying this this happened, did you know? And the one thing I really didn't want to do, but knew I had to do was pick up the phone and call them and just fall on my sword and say, I am so sorry. This was totally my error and it will never, ever, ever happen again. And luckily, they're still our biggest clients. You know, they, they said, just thank you for calling. So many people wouldn't. And we changed there that day our tech to make it impossible for that to happen again. So it was probably the biggest learning, but equally the biggest low and the scariest moment for me of oh god what have I done the human error you know <laughs> but I think that's probably this has been a fascinating conversation but I think that's probably the biggest piece of wisdom you have um you, you've shared because I remember my late grandfather who was a lawyer ran his own law firm Rob a person who never made a mistake never existed own your mistakes and you'll be far greater respected for it and actually what you've just shared there about sort of you know absolutely holding your hands up human error 
I mean, I'm forever making mistakes, right? But I think actually hiding is not the answer. Actually, you know, accepting and finding a route to a, a solution is far better. So thank you for sharing that. We're pleased you shared that with us because clearly it's not a regular thing. It was a one-off. And then your entrepreneurship mindset comes into play once again. Problem, solve it, move on. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so what are the future plans that we can expect for Flex Legal? Because I'm a keen onlooker and supporter in the background, but in terms of expansion and impact and achievement, achieving your overall mission. Yeah, so so some big news is we've just got onto the Flexi Job Apprenticeship Register. So we are the only legal business at the moment who can offer flexible apprenticeships and employ them and move people around different organizations. So that is an area I would love to grow. And equally for social mobility to really have an impact in the UK, you need to move out of just London. It, 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 there's a lot of people we could help in the wider across wider UK um, counties so we would like to expand geographically across the UK we've got an office in London and Manchester but even wider than that ideally to really make our social mobility footprint and impact yeah again I, I love that and I have no doubt you know we're going to be seeing a lot more of flex all over the UK um, very very soon and who knows beyond but let's get out of the work you know it's very important as a as a leader as someone who's got a real you know significant play and sort of role model in the industry to have fun and relax you know what do, what do you do when you're not in the office what do you use to sort of decompress and just try and take your mind away from Yes, yeah, so I, I've got two very young daughters and I think they are the biggest distraction <laughs> ever. So <laughs> you get home and you just can't look at your phone because they're shouting mummy and showing you their Play-Doh mountain. And um, <laughs> so, so that is definitely <laughs> a good way to switch off. And then equally, I love uh, spinning. I think for me, you're in a little, you're in a room, can't have your phone on you. It's just a good hour for yourself. Um, so they're my two kind of hobbies or or things that make me switch off and work. Yeah, and it's it's so important, isn't it? Because otherwise, you know, it is all consuming. You know, I think one of the responsibilities you accept if you open up any business is that, you know, you will continually always be thinking about your business just because if you're not passionate about it, then, you know, there's there's something wrong there. But it's actually trying to get the, uh, I don't use the work-life balance analogy. It's just life, right? And you just have this life and you try to try and make things work for for you. And yeah, spinning, um, you've inspired me to actually get out there and do some more running, <laughs> which is something I used to do. Um, I also want to talk about your own career growth and any important figures or, or mentors that have that have supported you particularly among those challenging re re moments you referenced earlier are there any have you had mentors who do you go to when you're at those points because I always think um, it's a strength to ask for help not a weakness because you're trying to find a solution faster so talk us through any of your mentors or anything you do when it gets tough yeah, so I've really tried to go into the kind of network with other founders, and there's been two groups which have been unbelievable. So the first is Goldman Smith, the Golden Sachs 10K Small Business Program, which if you're a small business, I could not recommend more. Um, it's incredible, and you do these offsites and meet 60 other founders in your cohort and do a growth plan. So that's been a really good um, network for me, where if anyone has questions, we sort of fire each other on a WhatsApp group. And then another one is called Fast Growth Icons, which is for scale-ups, which are um, growing quickly. And again, just chatting to other founders, we all have the same problems in different industries. And so both of those have been super, super helpful. And then in the legal space, I've always had a coach or a mentor and tried to do monthly catch-ups with them as well. And, and my current one, who I should do a shout-out for, who also is Lucy's, funnily enough, is uh, Lisa Marie, who is just brilliant. <laughs> 
Yes, rightly so, rightly so. And obviously doing a very good job because both doing fantastically well. Um, I want to quickly talk about marketing and social media because, you know, you can have the best product in the world, but unfortunately, I personally think word of mouth is pretty dead these days, i.e. you can't rely on it itself. You need to be visible. You need to have an online brand. You need to have social media presence. You need to be out there sort of because there's so much competition and so many people vying for attention. So, you know, how much importance have you played on social media when it's coming to sort of promoting the Frets legal brand? Are you for it? Are you against it? Just talk us through your views. Yeah, I'm so for it. And I think it's such an important part of growing a business is, is marketing. And I think also it's really important to try and move in the time. So even though I was a bit anti doing TikTok, our more junior marketing team were like, we've absolutely must. And they're quite right, we must. And you must stay up up to date and try these different kind of social media platforms and, and see what you can do with them. So I think it's all about thinking where you're, who you're trying to target is and getting on the platforms which are most relevant. So for us, you know, with, with paralegals, TikTok is very relevant. And so therefore we should be on it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's going where the, the eyeballs are that are relevant for your business and, and creating that attention. And, and, and you do a great job of, of all of that, it, it has to be said. Okay, a quick fire question. Tell us an interesting fact that maybe not many people know about you, Mary. I've got a twin. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. 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 Same sex twin. Same sex twin. Totally different in a lovely way. Ah, cool. 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 Good stuff. Well, um, I have one final question before I let you go, Mary. It's been an absolute masterclass as I knew it was going to be start to finish. But what advice would you give? Because I'm sure there's going to be a heck of a lot of them listening today. Advice for law graduates looking to reach out to Flex Legal for help. Yeah, please do. (laughs) And please sign up on our website and upload your CV. And we would love to help you if we can. It's all about, in my view, it's all about being proactive and that first step. So when you get that first name on your CV, the rest becomes a lot easier. And that's what we want to try and help you achieve. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And, you, and you're right. It's the snowball effect, isn't it? Once you've got once and then your confidence goes up and you only need that one yes. You know, you can have a trillion no's and I've had a trillion no's for a lifetime, believe me. But I always say you're never going to lose and you're never going to actually lose out if you don't give up. The only way you'll lose is if you give up and don't give up. That's always been my, my mantra. Okay, so where can people find out more about Flex Legal? Feel free to shout out any websites, any social media handles. We'll also make sure we share them with this very special episode too. Thank you. So I think we are at Flex On Demand and Flex Legal. No, actually, www.flex.legal. There we go. There we go. And can they find you on socials? Are you? What are your tags? Yes, uh, LinkedIn, so Flex Legal and Instagram at Flex On Demand. Awesome. Well, Mary, this has been an absolute blast. Thoroughly enjoyed hosting you on the show. I would just like to wish you and all involved at Flex Legal lots of continued success. And I love the mission and the impact that you're having on industry. But for now, from all of us on the Legal Team Podcast, over and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you like the content here, why not check out our world-leading content and collaboration hub, the Legally Speaking Club, over on Discord. Go to our website, www.legallyspeakingpodcast.com for the link to join our community there. Over and out.